Today on Sagittarian Matters, Dog Talk with Eileen Miles, plus FlameCon Live reporting with my guest, Isaac Soloway-Strozier. Stay tuned. Sagittarian Matters, Sagittarian Matters, what's the is a Sagittarius, a poet, novelist, performer, and art journalist. Their 20 books include Cool For You, I Must Be Living Twice, and Chelsea Girls. Eileen joined me this week to tell a dog story in honor of their most recent book, Afterglow, a dog memoir. You can find them at EileenMiles.com or on Twitter or Instagram. Now please enjoy my talk with Eileen Miles. Welcome back to Sagittarian Matters. Hey, Nicole. So great to be here. Hi, Ponya. Hello. We're in the kitchen of St. Mark's Place. St. Mark's Church. St. Mark's Church. Yes. Uh, and we're here on the occasion of Dog Right. Dog Right. That is in part in celebration of your new book. Uh-huh. Can you tell us about your new book, Afterglow? Um, my new book is basically a, a, a memoir or a dog biography, depending on how you want to spin it, of my beautiful late pit bull Rosie, who lived from 1990 to 2006. I feel like Rosie and Beja had some things in common. Our dogs were alive at the same time, yes. Beja and Rosie. Right. Did Rosie have qualities that were less than... Less than perfect, or things that made your life with her difficult, or you had to build your life around her? Um, early on, because at first she started off being a very open, enthusiastic, loving, easy dog. And then I traveled a lot during her early life. And I have, you know, and I really kind of let her stay with a whole bunch of kind of, you know, sweet but um, young boys who may have treated her a wide variety of ways. Because she, when I when I came back, she started to be more of a, a bit of a fighter in the dog run, and she never liked puppies. She always was ready to kill a puppy. Who, who likes puppies? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so she had, you know, so it was quickly, and then she was going through heats because I was, I had the idea that I was going to stud her. And that happened in the book. It did, it did happen. It happened twice in real life. But um, she didn't have puppies, right? She didn't have puppies, and the vet said that some dogs just don't really want to have puppies. And I she feel was, like I'm, I'm so there with her. So. She was barren by choice. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and but, I, but the heat, actually, each heat she went through made her more hot-tempered. And she did calm down after I had her spayed, in fact. Oh. I, something I appreciate about Ponyo is that she's never had a litter or been sexual, as far as I know. Right. And I appreciate her youth. It adds her youthful androgyny yeah. to me. That she doesn't have like pronounced nipples, or you know, no offense to dogs that have had children, right. but um, I like Ponyo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, Ponyo would be a different dog with pronounced nipples. I just um. like a dog where you're like, oh, that dog's done the thing. Yeah. Like, Ponyo has sort of a Game of Thrones eye. I think I didn't notice this before. She just acquired a cataract on her blind eye well, in the past couple of months. Yeah. It 
erupted very fast, and so now she has an oracle eye. Exactly. I know. I feel like she's like falling back and speaking to the ravens and sending out messages and understanding time in a radical way. Do you watch that show? I love that show. I've never seen that show. Yeah, it's great. Should I watch it? I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's you know, it's it's violent and is it sexist? I mean, I maybe I don't know. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't hit me in a gut way that I'm offended as a female or whatever, you know. So I I love I mean I just love the landscape and I love the magic and I love the um just the kind of big pagan culture. I appreciate your take on popular culture. Because of you I went into blue is the warmest color with a chip on my shoulder. I'm so glad. <laughs> and was I right? I actually had to stop watching it because the girl eating was grossing me out. And the first, you know, 25 minutes of the film she's always like like eating with like food coming out of her mouth and chewing with her mouth open and talking through the food and it's like a way of showing that she's sexual but I think it's gross exactly that's what I was so offended by because I felt like we're not just watching somebody eat we're watching a man tell us this woman is just a wild thing and I felt like that's just gross it's one more frontal nudity shot for the audience as opposed to being who she was yeah well I did read the book but it was that kind of like I don't want to say lesbian torture porn, but it was the kind of thing where it was like, she was a lesbian and then she was killed, or then she killed herself. Right. And I just, uh, I, and then it, it actually inspired me. I was like, I would like to make a book where someone's a lesbian and then they don't get punished. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah. No, I own the book too and I haven't yet read it. It's sort of like, I mean, I'm kind of, I feel like writing is the, I mean, reading is the most radical place in my life. It's a place where I very strong boundaries and I do exactly what I want and and it's it's very so I just I mean I can I can own a book forever and never read it even if it's by my my best friend yeah. you know I read exactly when I want to but I feel like it makes it really exciting so that book has not got, gotten anywhere near the top of the pile well, I I don't recommend that it does go to the top of the pile but I mean, if you're on a plane and then you were going to discard it at the place where you got to so you don't have to drag it around exactly I would I, say read it I love doing that yeah I mean not not to be mean to the cartoonist who labored over it or anything but right. it's not a book that I would want to carry around for a month if I was on tour okay Eileen yes. can you tell me about your dog now my dog now is Honey and she is eh, between I think between four and five year old golden pit bull um, I believe she's a Sagittarius and the reason I believe that is, it, is that it seems like several, several of her in and out dates at the dog shelter were my birthday oh and I just thought, this is just too crazy. This has to be, one of these has to be both to her birthday. I just had an intuitive feeling that there was too much activity in sync with my own life cycle. We talked before on the podcast about when she was frolicking with cows and you thought she was being very Sagittarius. Right. But you do have a story about her going to frolic with cows and perhaps not coming back. She frolicked for days and it turned out it was bulls. Um, it was like, yeah, I mean, I was, I was taking her for a sort of a twilight walk, and, and, and there was beautiful ranch land on both sides of the street, and, we were, I mean, it was a familiar place. She was tugging. I hadn't been giving her a lot of good walks lately, and, um, and then suddenly I just, you know, I just had this burst. Like, I thought, let her go. Let her have some fun. And so she ran, and then she went to the side of the road and was sort of sniffing, and then she approached the fence and she found a hole quickly it was like i was you know, like i was watching my own doom yeah in slow-mo it was like why am i 
why is she doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I letting this happen? There was no way to stop her. It was all pure destiny. And then she was out in the ranch land. And then I spotted the cattle, which I hadn't noticed before. And so she ran off to them. And I, you know, I was kind of so mad at myself for letting this happen. So I went out after her a bit. But I just was like, you know, you're not a cow. What are you doing? You know, and I just came back to the side of the road and I just patiently waited because I knew what she was going to do. Like it would take approximately an hour and a half for her to come back and I wasn't going to chase her. So I did that, but she didn't come back. And I went away a few times to get like water or do things that would have had to do with when she did return. But she never returned that first night. And I got friends. We were out there screaming till about 1230. And it was just like it was night and I couldn't. You know, so I went home, and it was so weird to go home empty from a dog walk. The and, leash in your hand. Yeah, no, 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 the leash on the dog. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. So she's running around with a leash and a collar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that just was the begin beginning of a four day search with posters all over Marfa and meeting animal control and border control and ranchers and librarians. Like I met the town, and I mean, like any time something like this has happened in Marfa, you know. Or, kind of a, a life experience like suddenly it's connected and you meet everybody and it was so beautiful um, but I mean two days in she was spotted by a rancher running with you know like herding the bulls and they didn't this particular rancher didn't know that we were looking for a dog and they were like whoa um, look at this pit bull yeah <laughs> So that, you know, and then they found out who she was. I thought we would quickly find her after that, but we didn't. There were two more days of it. And so it was just this kind of horrible emotional acid trip. And then finally when I was leaving Marfa and I, you know, got my car and I'm driving to the airport. And I had a dog sitter coming, only I didn't have a dog. Um, I got a phone call and they said that we found your dog and she's in the barn with the bulls. But did you, did you leave an item for her to find? Pardon me? Did you leave an item for her to find of yours? I, I can't believe that you know this. this is a, I'm a magician. Yeah. I, well, I left a whole... I mean, I, I started to build kind of a little shrine. Like, people had all these stories, like, you have to leave a T-shirt, you have to leave something that smells like you, you have to leave... So it began with a T-shirt, and it began me cutting off my underwear... And leaving them there. You couldn't just take them off? You had to cut them off? Well, I didn't want to take my pants off in the ranch land. Oh, okay. okay. So I just brought some scissors and just, like, you know, yanked them up and, you know. And then I left a, um, a, a, you know, a a bowl of treats and and kibble. And I left a toy. And then finally, the last day before I left, I thought something that really matters, you know. And so I left my favorite cutoffs. And interestingly, she was found. I mean, it's like... She didn't come there, but nonetheless, she was found that day in a few hours. So you had to sacrifice. You had to make a sacrifice to honey. And did you get your stuff? Friends said that, yeah. No, I didn't get the stuff. Friends said they were going to go out and get my stuff, but they did not. So your favorite cutoffs? Are out there, yeah, out there. They're being worn by a cow right now. (laughs) Eileen's underwear (laughs) in the mouth of a cow. Yeah, underwear on cow's horns. Yeah. On a bull's horns. And, um, yeah. Cow and cutoffs. Eileen, uh, what else? What, what else do you want people to know about anything? I don't know. We're we're wrapping up. We have to start our reading soon. Right, I know. I always ask people if they have advice for young writers, but I feel like you've probably given out so much advice 
that you're probably tired of giving advice to young writers. You just want them to write. Yeah, advice to young dogs. Advice to, do you have advice to dog owners or artists with dogs? I think t- let's talk to directly to the dog. You know, I mean, I think that's what I think that's what we're doing. I think that's what tonight is all about: talking with the dogs, talking to the dogs, absorbing what the dogs give you back. I mean, I think we have to like really listen to our animals. You yeah. know, and I think they're going to give us guidance. They guide us. I think we know that. Oh, can I tell you one last thing about Ponyo? I mean, I'm going to keep talking to you all night, but while I'm holding my iPhone near my mouth, is that my friend's girlfriend started doing animal communication. And she was like, can I give you a free session? And then you can, like, advertise it. And I, I'm nothing if not looking for sponsors in literally any arena. I'm like, do you give me, like, a free ice cream cone? I'll talk about anything. But so I, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And then I just realized, I was like, I don't actually have anything to say to Ponyo or have there's no mysteries about her to me we're around each other 24 hours a day and while my other dogs i have spoken to through animal communicators this dog just holds no mystery for me so i didn't i haven't done it yet i was waiting for some kind of maybe if ponyo needs another eye surgery i could use a session to discuss that with her Uh but as it is i just feel like we're kind of so co that i don't there's no mysteries. Yeah. I, um, I did do it with Honey once, and, um, but I didn't really get any. I mean, I was basically curious. She's an intense barker. And I was like, what's the bark? And she, she has a hard, bright bark. Mm. That's the only way to describe it. It's just like, it's like you really feel that bark, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what's that bark all about? Because she'll do it very, you know, like certain people come into the house, and she just starts barking at them, and we don't know why. Um, and Don Allen said she just likes to speak. Hmm. And then, did it feel like a feminist action to let her speak? Or were you like, I'm sorry, I just don't want you to speak? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm kind, of, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of letting her, I'm kind of letting it happen and thinking that maybe this, if I watch more closely, I'll be able to see something. Yeah. No. Well, thanks for coming on Sagittarius Matters again and barking into my iPhone. <laughs> my pleasure. Thanks this week to Paul Bearham and Shoshana Ruth Wechter. Isaac Soloway Strozier is a friend to the show who you may recognize from the coveted Shark Tank episode. He joined Ponyo and I at FlameCon this year in New York City. FlameCon is a gay comics event with a lot of cosplay. I sold out of books within the first two hours, so the rest of the weekend was spent thinking of other things to do and sell people and stamping passports so people could enter a raffle. You'll understand once you start listening. Perhaps. Anyway, please enjoy my talk with Isaac Soloway Strozier, recorded live at FlameCon in New York City. Coming to you live from FlameCon 2017, it's Nicole Georges and... Isaac Soloway Strozier. Uh, we are here today. People are drawing portraits of Ponyo Georges in order to get bingo stamps. Ponyo, who is now officially blind in one eye, is sitting on. And Isaac, what have you seen here today? Something I will say is that Nicole is very strict about giving out her stamps for the bingo. She is not fast and loose with the stamps. You really have to follow her rules if you're planning on getting a stamp from her. In the FlameCon 2017 Bingo Challenge. Well, that's true. I mean, I had to set up parameters for it, and I'm not, I'm not whistling Dixie over here. She is not. She is not. Despite what you may think, 
cosplay is not consent. Okay, so you see a sexy cosplayer doesn't mean you get to have sex with them automatically. It does not. There are signs all over reminding us that cosplay is not consent. Hold on, I gotta be strict yet. Make sure you sign your work before you get your stamp. Sign it. It's okay. Hold on, real quick. So the bingo card is a scavenger hunt, and if the people get all of their bingo things stamped, then they get to enter a contest for a grab bag full of goodies from all of the vendors that are part of it. So I gave a one-of-a-kind drawing and some cards that say, I have your back. Yes. Can you, can you describe the scene today? Sure, we are here in uh, row I at the 2017 FlameCon Festival here in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, there's a lot of costumes. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of... I don't know. It's a lot of costumes. A lot of steampunk. A lot of superheroes. A lot of... Uh, a lot of fun makeup. A lot of goggles. There's a lot of goggles. Um, if you were to order one online, no. and I'm trying to... Wait, will you ask me about it? So, Ponyo is resting today because she spent a full day yesterday... Uh, not a full day, a lot of the day yesterday posing for photos... Um, and interacting with guests, not guests, with uh, flame con goers. Um, and so, Nicole, I don't know what, Nicole was wondering what the union rules are for dogs. Well, yeah, so yesterday Ponyo was sitting on the table. I put her dog bed on the table. She was there. People were walking by using all the internet lingo for dog. People are like, doggo, puppers, all any hashtag that refers to canines, people were saying it out loud. And then they were coming and petting her, which was fine. But the dog got tired after like an hour and was really wanting to burrow somewhere secretly. So I was wondering what the union laws were for dogs. Oh, hold on. I have a bingo participant. For all of Nicole's strictness about the bingo I did see one person get away with a stamp who didn't do what was they were supposed to do and I don't even think if Nicole noticed did they, t- did they take a picture of her though? you know what they did? They, I don't know if they were confused or if they were playing the system so Nicole says if you want your bingo stamp you need to either draw upon you or take a picture now and tag it, and tag it. On the table, there are small pictures of Ponyo. This person took a, one of the photographs of Ponyo after getting their stamp. So that's what they did. They they took a photo. No. Yes, they did. And I didn't want to say they anything. They stole a business card. They stole a business card as their photo. I didn't want to bust them. Somebody just made a beautiful drawing of Ponyo wearing her glasses and hats and signed it. Thank you very much. Really, really good. There's some really good there's some really good Ponyo drawings. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Nicole just denied someone a stamp because they someone really tried to get away without doing the work here. They tried to get their bingo stamp without either taking a picture of Ponyo or drawing, 
and Nicole caught them and required that either a picture be taken or a drawing be done. And she was not happy about it. She was embarrassed, but she did it. And um, I think Nicole was maybe embarrassed that I caught somebody getting away with a stamp without doing the work from before, so she has gotten even stricter <laughs> with her stamp giving. I mean, I've got nothing to say, except for that's true. I'm not letting anyone get through my fingers. I can't believe I let one person get through. I want everyone to know I'm not making any money off of this bingo thing at all. I'm just torturing strangers into taking over my table to draw my dog. Right, where you can get a signed autograph from the one and the only Robin Lord Taylor. Robin Lord Taylor uh, signing autographs right now at the Pose and Stand. Who is, who is that? Do you know who that is? I do not. I will say that earlier they were advertising a, a panel on how to deal with trolls. Oh, yeah. That I thought could be interesting. How would your panel go? Nicole Georges was on a panel this morning. I was on a panel. I was on a panel about, I can't remember what it was called, but it was about representing different kinds of people in your work. So, like, intersectional um, identity, blah, blah, blah. Did you talk about dog representation? I did not. I talked about representing myself as a queer, Syrian-American, intersectional feminist, vegan person in my work, and also about the work I do trying to amplify the voices of senior citizens and genderqueer youth. That's what I talked about in my panel. There were people that had done comics about gay, senior citizen, people of color, and trans people, and then more genderqueer kids. Really fun. I'm sad I missed the panel. Yeah, well, I wish I could have gone. It's okay. You, you can hear me talk for free anytime. Exactly. Oh, I see Ariel the Little Mermaid. That could be a good picture, but... That could, yeah, that could be a good picture. Um, I'm with Isaac. What is there to report? Jerry Lewis died. Jerry Lewis died. Um, here's one thing I... Nicole, in her... All of her, uh, you know, as I've already reported, very strict about giving out her... What's the game called? Bingo stamps. Bingo stamps had to wrestle the phone away from a woman who was attempting to post a picture without tagging Ponyo in it. She took the phone and tagged Ponyo herself. She would not allow someone to simply take a photo of Ponyo and post it on Facebook. Ponyo must be tagged. It was a, a woman who was approaching middle age and didn't have a great handle on hashtags, to be fair. So she asked for a little bit of help. She asked if she was doing it correctly, and I said no. Yes, and so Nicole took it upon herself to post the photo with the woman's phone. Um, other than that, I don't have much more to report. Do you? One guy looked really heartbroken that I wouldn't let him take a picture with the dog because it costs money now. So I let him do it. She let him do it, but I, Ponyo did not seem happy. Um, she was shaking while the photo was being taken. She was? Yeah. Or is that true? That is true. So you have to either take a picture of the dog and tag it or draw a picture of the dog and sign it. That's Nicole live explaining the rules for bingo. All right. We're wrapping up the day. You were here for a long time. 
I've been here for a while, about an hour, hour, half, hour, 40. Do you have uh, highlights, lowlights? I'm really glad I came. Um, highlights. What were my highlights? Highlights, lowlights. I really liked hearing about that guy's family and his dog. A guy came by and told us all about his mom and how she listens too much to Cesar Milan, but she can't control her dog, but he can control her dog, and when he calls the dog, the dog comes right away, but when his mom calls the dog, the dog does not come right away. Um, but what do you think that's saying about his mom or his family? Well, he did say that his dog reinforced bad, his mom reinforced bad behavior with the dog, but I took that to mean that his mom reinforced bad behavior with him. Do you think that people are talking about themselves or their families when they talk about their dogs? I definitely do. I really do, yeah. But what does it mean that Ponyo's a perfect dog? Does that mean I have a perfect life? I think it does. Tremendous. Tremendous. Okay. Any lowlights and or favorite costumes? Uh, I was scared by a joker while I was walking around here. He didn't mean to scare me, but I didn't notice that he was right next to me, and I looked and I jumped. Uh, that was a low light. Highlight, there's someone playing cello in the corner in a costume. Um, that was a highlight. Um, there's a joker coming right now. That's the joker that scared me. Too scary. I'm shaking my head. I don't like it. Too scary. Um, I don't know. That's Those are my... And there's a dog right now wearing a Superman cape that has neurological issues. Oh, my God. There's a girl across the way. I owe her $3. I don't know of any ones. I got to get change for her. Um, my highlights being on the panel was fun. I got to meet some other people. And afterwards, I met a trans person that was editing an anthology called We're Still Here. That's all trans cartoonists, which I'm excited to read. I like to have more trans cartoonists on the podcast. Um, I made a lot of people draw the dog. They did really well. And low lights, then no one's shelling out money to pay to get a picture with the dog, but I don't care. But it is a low light. I, my, my low light is that I ran out of books, and I would like to be moving units right now. I'd like to be selling tote bags and books, and it was my bad to underestimate the amount of units I could move at this thing. But I, I hope this is good for Ponyo's brand. For her, her hashtag, her Instagram account, and that's it. Over and out for me. Over and out. Sagittarian Matters is produced by Chris Sutton with assistance by Ponyo Georges. Our theme music is composed by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs of the band Bouquet. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. to be a Seinfeld. But have you ever noticed that I never try to sell you Blue Apron on the podcast? Or that we do not disparage and bemoan trips to the post office in favor of stamps.com? Well, it is because we have no advertisers. Zero. Producer Chris, producer Ponyo, and myself do this out of the goodness of our hearts because we like it. If you would like to tip producer Chris Sutton, who dedicates hours to this series every week, Please, 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 please send your tip of $5, $10, who knows how much. That's your business via PayPal to hornetleg at gmail.com. That is hornet, like the insect, leg, like one of his appendages, at gmail.com. If you do this, 
we will read your name on the podcast. Isn't that exciting? We may have advertisers someday and we'll rant and rave about free sex toys and mattresses and blue apron and whatever. But in the meantime, thank you. We appreciate your support and I look forward to saying your name on the podcast. Producer Ponyo looks forward to it too. That was Ponyo's voice. Don't be scared. Bye.